right, who wants to talk about last time? Well, the red flashes had started collecting from some of the crow's accounts in their attempt to take over the district. Um, Are you just straight up reading from the thing? I was going to until Jeremy started laughing. I think, I think after that, didn't Virgil, hadn't Virgil noticed that Flint's attention on occasion uh, as he was trying to locate their lair? Yeah, but then yeah. Cliff stuck up a, struck up a relationship with later Penderant, and we all know how that went, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Iskra found out from Eckerd that many of the bodies he'd been finding recently seemed to surround the crow's nest. Yeah, but then in an attempt to, for us to try to broker uh, peace with those circle of the blue wizards or whatever, we talked to the red sashes, because, you know, red beats blue. That's how we figured, right? Uh, Mylera... Uh, what? What? Yeah, just like in Pokemon. <laughs> red like on the color blue. wheel? Yeah. Uh, By the way, color wheel is also a scam, just like astrology. In an attempt to broker peace with the circle of blue flame, Moxie approached the Red Sashes. Mylera agreed to help them if they helped her uh, helped her war with Rorik. They decided to set up a trail that the Red Sashes could follow to the top of the crow's nest. After coming back to their lair, Thad Taylor had a message from Fitz requesting help guarding his museum, suspecting an attack from the circle. His name is Thad. That's what's written here, Thad Taylor. The greatest greatest commandant of the Coast Guard, the Thadmiral himself. Yeah. (laughs) He's a real Chad. He was was uh, the, The group decided that Virgil... Leading the punchers should help Fitz while the rest of the gang went to Rorik. By the way, can we talk about that? That was a, that was a terrible decision on our part, by the way. I mean, I don't know why we Letting thought that the was a good decision, but what an awful choice. Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy it was one of those scenarios where, like, Jeremy is like, someone should lead them. And I'm like, I could care less. Let's just keep going. I'll say I'll, I'm leading them. I, re- I agree. also realized out of the fact it made no sense. I, does anyone even have command, though? Like, what could it no, have gone better? Not not a single one of us has that. Although so Jeremy, naturally, did... Jeremy decides to make it a plot point that we should do something with the thing that I mean, none I have of us one, have. Although, one dot in it, you know? So I think we're at team. Team infiltrated the crow's nest to leave a trail for the red sashes. While there, Heward and the Emperor's breakers attacked, broke in and infiltrated the bowels of the tower. Cliff, Iskra, and Sophia followed Rorik and Bell and pursued into a chamber with crystal coffins attached to the ceiling and a billiard-sized billiard table-sized chunk of godstone embedded in the wall. Sophia and Iskra joined the battle while Cliff took cover. Huart wrenched the godstone free and made his escape. But Bell noticed the team was trying to fade into the background and confront them with their loyalty to the crows. I don't know. It just kind of came out. <laughs> and then at Fitz's museum, Virgil had organized his team pretty well for guarding the museum and had some notice that an unknown party was approaching. He had enough time to lay down the fog as a team of breakers broke down the door. After an initial assault, the punch throats realized they were outmatched and fled when Virgil told them to fall back, leaving him and Fitz alone. They were both captured as they tried to escape. And the Breakers, it's some sort of, like, governmental group, right? Yeah, I so... I mean, basically... The Secret uh, Service. A couple sessions back, y'all had heard that... That the Emperor's elite Breakers had arrived on his personal train, and that they uh, had been dispersed throughout the blue coats and were leading patrols that they were led by an old yet surprisingly virile man in a tattered robe named Huard. All right, so let's talk about what happened with Virgil and Fitz. So, because we kind of left it off at a weird place last time, but I think that uh, Virgil, uh, when we find you, you're you're inside of a car of that train that we had talked about, uh, Train Force One, I believe it was called. <laughs> and wait, I don't oh, actually gosh. remember a train being discussed. There, I'm on a train with the breaker. Yeah, so We're the breakers had train. arrived. The breakers had arrived here at Duskwall uh, on the train with Ford. Um, they have you and Fitz both. Uh, restrained in some metal chairs. Uh, one of them is currently holding the uh, floating eye in the jar that Fitz has tried to get from you guys a couple of times. Like, y'all got it for him first, and then it was stolen, so you got it back, and 
Now it's been stolen a third time, but that is the Eye of Kotar, as you learned from somewhere. I forget exactly where. Have you tried to escape or talk to the Breakers or anything since they've captured you and brought you here? Yeah, I mean, pro- probably been like, hey, I mean, we were just uh, security for this, you know, legitimate shop. Like, what the heck? They're pretty quiet and stoic. Uh, if you recall, like, whenever you were fighting them, the the Breakers uh, look like they might be armored men, but the armor, it, it seems far too skinny to actually have a person inside of it. Actually, didn't y'all learn last time that they were, in fact, holes? Yeah, um, we did. Yeah, so so I'm sure Virgil's figured that out by now. So after some time of, you know, trying to get any sort of reaction from them, or, you know, Fitz is, you know, crying in the chair next to you and whimpering, but trying to keep a stiff upper lip. Uh, Side of the train car opens up, and an old man in a tattered robe comes floating in on the biggest chunk of godstone you've ever seen in your life i mean granted you've only seen two of them but those were both like fist size and this thing's about the size of an armoire it's a pretty pretty big chunk do i does my soul immediately get ripped out of my body well no it's not floating around in space so it's pretty well anchored to your physical form at the moment uh but how many ticks do you have in a tomb three i think let me pull it up yeah, three. So I think with that much attune, like, whenever this thing enters, like, you def- it definitely feels like there's a heavy presence. Like, everything in the room is now leaning towards this uh, chunk of God's tone. But the old man Huard floats over and sets it down, leans it up against one of the walls uh, here in this train car, and then turns to you and says... What? Well, what what do we have here? Just a regular Ruvian, just trying to trying to make my way in the world, you know. Took up a job guarding this guy here. I yeah, nothing nothing weird about that. Mm. So and uh, he looks between you and Fitz and says, "How did you gain possession of this?" artifact uh well i can actually help with that one fits if you don't mind uh fits nods i uh found it on the ground <laughs> so you're trying to lie to this guy i did find it on the ground it was <laughs> on the ground beside flint's body that was a little singed uh, not no in... not the not the stone the uh the eye oh the eye yeah because yeah, you don't was... have the stone now okay i would not have said that then rather yeah sorry so he was asking fits right or was he yeah. asking me? I, well, yeah. I'm not going to stop Fitz from saying whatever he's going to say. Well, uh, Fit, uh, Fitz starts uh, blubbering a little bit, and he says, I, I, I had heard about it, that it, you see, I'm a collector of such things, and I had heard about an artifact with great historical significance. I hired my friends here to get it for me, and then when it was stolen, they got it back. Uh, Hoard, like, turns and looks at you and said, you stole this, then, from the Circle of Blue Flame. Rude? It's more like cultural reappropriation, if you think about it hard enough. What, what does Virgil say? You know, I, I, I mean, I find things sometimes, and then I find places <laughs> that'll, uh, you know, reward me for having found them, you know? And then there's a finder's fee in his shop for the things to go back to, you know, whoever they belong to. Not hearing a strong argument against you stole this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being like I didn't steal it. Clearly, like, it, yeah. It was stolen in the past. Yeah. By someone. Sure. So you feel like, like he, he's looking at you very hard and you can tell that he is trying to discern truth in your words. When he asks you, do you work with the Circle of Blue Flame? The who? I know who, you know who they are, boy. Boy. Answer the question. Boy! Uh, I mean, I know of them. <laughs> I don't work with them. I, I mean, that's true. We we so. work in their general vicinity. 
I mean, the only one, Sophia, like, works with them now. She got, like, inducted or whatever, but... Yeah, well, I thanks, mean, Dick. she got, she got <laughs> a whole knowing? lot more than just no, inducted. No, I'm talking, I'm I mean. talking to us. This was John voice, <laughs> not my character voice, which is clearly distinct. Um, sure. Well, yeah. I was providing comments. It's distinct because I have my fist against my forehead when I'm in my character voice. What? Oh, wait, no, that's out of character, isn't it? What? Um, what are you talking about? I, I have genuinely no idea. Sometimes he just says things. Yeah, so I'm getting I'm getting interviewed by this dude, and I'm I'm my my basic goal is to not say anything that's a lie, but I'm not gonna give him any more information than you know than I have to. If you're able to steal this, then you know where the circle operates out of. Yeah. I, we all, everybody knows where the circle's from. Indulge me, then. <laughs> gave... In what, virile old man? They're from <laughs> that rich people place where that big, uh, where that big cave-in happened. They're up there somewhere. I think you can give me more than that. But why should I? I I'm doing... Do you want to go free, don't you? Sure, I don't know why I'm... Am I under arrest? I mean, I didn't do nothing besides protect Fitz's boy's, you know, property that, you know... Far as I know, is his property. So I have, I'm here to investigate a matter of national security, and if I feel that you're a threat to national security, no one's going to blink twice if you wind up in the canals face down. Oh, so tell me straight, what I want to straight know. Straight to the murder threats. This is fun. Tell me what I need to know, and you can go on your way if you have nothing to hide. Ah. Uh. Are you a loyal servant to the immortal emperor? Uh, I mean, Jeremy, this is, this is John. So, yeah. so it, it's it's not an open secret where the circle of blue flame is? Because I felt like we found them like in two seconds. Yeah, but you're also members of the criminal underworld who have been operating in Duskwall for a while. Whereas this guy is a guy who's been here for maybe a week, maybe two. Yeah. It did take y'all right. some I mean, time to figure out where that was. I remember making y'all do rolls for it, so. Alright, okay. So, as Virgil again, I guess. Look, look, friend. I mean, all I know is I was doing a job protecting this guy. I found, sure, sure, that I, yeah, I mean, I know who these blue flame people are. I know they're up there somewhere. I don't know you from Adam, alright? Like, I ain't got no love for the blue flame. I don't, you're a detective, like, figure it out. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know if I can help. I mean, I'm. it's not that, like, I, I like, don't want to help you. It's just, like, I don't know why I would. Like, if you're just telling me because, oh, are you a loyal citizen? Like, I don't know who, who I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you want to, like, pay me, maybe? Yeah, sure, whatever. But, like, just telling me, like, I'm going to end up dead? Like, I mean, that's just, that's not good business. I'm just a businessman. do we need so, six pounds of mustard? What? <laughs> Um, do we do we need six pounds of mustard? I, what 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 is this question even about? Don't throw <laughs> things like that at Jeremy. Houston. He's trying to do things. I guess you know it's gonna throw him off. What what, what kind of why why are you why are you talking about things happening in a different Discord? <laughs> it popped up. It... <laughs> Just like six pounds of mustard. Okay. <laughs> it's very cheap. <laughs> I don't think we need that much mustard. No, thank you. Maybe if it was spicy mustard, but that's. It's a really good yeah. You would die if you That's ate like that. vanilla five mustard. Bucks. Not even five bucks. It's 100% natural, though, guys. I mean. <laughs> that is. It's clearly. Yeah. Alright, so. Huard, uh, uh, when he sees that you're not gonna just. Uh, bend over for him he gives you Gross. man you gotta stop at this man all right the first time it was funny the second time it was worrying now it's concerning uh he smiles and he snaps his fingers and uh the door to the car behind him opens and you see madame teslin walk in you know her pretty well by this point she's the headmistress of the red lantern over on Silk Shore. She recently helped get you into the Centralia Club. And you also know that she is, in fact, one of the seven that is the inner circle for the Circle of Blue Flame. And she is holding the seven-branched rod. And he says, 
I'm glad to see that you have your wits about you. Listen, the Circle of Blue Flame are, as you've probably heard by now, trying to resurrect a dead god to overthrow the Immortal Emperor. As you know. We can't be having that. It's For one thing, they're trying to resurrect it here in this city, which will most certainly destroy your home. Now, if you're willing to help me, perhaps we can stop that from happening. Though I don't expect one like you would do it out of the goodness of your heart. I I've mean, got a job for you and your friends, and if you're willing to do it, you'll be handsomely paid, and not just in the knowledge that you help protect the Empire. See, I understand now what you're talking about. Yeah, we can't pay our rent with knowledge. You're not there, Tim. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> she, Iskra's eating her mustard. <laughs> just with a spoon. <laughs> a big old tub of yellow, bright yellow mustard and a spoon. <laughs> All right, so what, what, what's this job you got then? So, it, And it is weird to me personally, like, uh, not, no, not, not like John, but like Virgil. If she's in the Circle of Blue Flame and he wants to know about the Circle of Blue Flame, does he already know about it because of her? Or is she not giving it up? Or is she a mole? Like, I'm super confused, like Virgil, about that. Okay. Uh, he looks at you and he says... So in order for the circle to finish their ritual, they would need more of the artifacts of Kotar. They've already used the heart to craft the creature that lives in the Undercity. They need at least one more to bring it to power that might match me alone, let alone the Immortal Emperor. Luckily, we've secured the Eye of Kotar, but there's one that we have yet to locate, the Hand. And my servant here, and he gestures at Madame Teslin, uh, has informed me that the Circle will be making moves to acquire it soon. Unfortunately, we're not able to go ourselves, but perhaps you and your friends will uh, accept this job. So, so you will definitely be handsomely paid. So, so, so I got you, you straight. Teslin's telling you, uh, has has told you that they're going after the hand. You guys can't go get the hand, but you think me and my buddies, which I may or may not have, would maybe be able to get this hand before the blue flame people for you. Is that the shinny? Is that the what? I must have broken up. I said a very normal word. <laughs> you, you said shimmy. You did say shinny. No, like shinny, like the front of your lower leg. Is, what? Yeah. So confused. I think Discord is, you know, changing words on I, people. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I said skinny, so. <laughs> we know where the blue flame is going. If you can get there before they do, and... Acquire the hand and bring it to me. You'll be handsomely paid. Handsomely. Yeah, I I do have one one request though. And what's that? Do you think that we could get Briscoe's Noodle Palace back open if we do this for you? Because that place was great. You would love it. You would love it. <laughs> I know not of this Noodle Palace. <laughs> noodle Palace. <laughs> I uh, will see if I can hunt down Briscoe for you and Briscoe. force him back into the servitude of noodles. <laughs> I mean, servitude of noodles is about right, actually. Yeah, it's more likely than you think. That's a new place to open on the side of town. I feel like Tabitha should, should just commentate. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's almost better. Um. I make a better commentator than a player. No, no, it's just like uh, I mean, mean maybe I'm uh, I'm wrong, but I feel like the commentary is is novel in this episode. <laughs> that might be because I'm only paying like a third of attention. So what's going on in this train? So he offered you this job, and I accepted it. Okay, so so he's gonna let you and Fitz go at this point uh, and say uh, that he'll be in contact with you uh, when it's time to make the move. Uh, so you guys can all meet up at the hideout at this point, and I think it's time. I well, do you guys want to debrief with each other, or just go straight into the payoff and heat and downtime? I mean, I think we can just say like, "Hey, we tell each other everything that has happened." Yeah, we don't need to well, role play that want, necessarily. I mean, like when, I mean, we can. 
I think when Virgil shows up. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, um, bad news. So Sophia would lead it, and she would say, "The Red Sashes started collecting from some of the Crows' accounts in their attempt to take over the district." <laughs> Virgil has noticed a Flint's attention on occasion. <laughs> I'm so glad I write these things for you guys. I, I, well, They've come in handy. I, I, run, I run my Blades game on Fridays. I have to. I'll, I always have to purge this game from my thought, like from my brain. So I'm glad you write it. I mean, it is genuinely useful. Yeah. It's just funny that we're <laughs> so bad at remembering literally anything at this point. Right. I have an excuse. I'm saying the rest of you. I don't know what you're problems are do you do you want that uh alphabetical or chronological because uh, by dewey decimal <laughs> i could actually do that we're all in the library of congress system now so i don't know what you're talking about uh yeah so let's just go through the mechanical stuff here okay so the payoff so you earn two score two rep per score by default if the target of the score is a higher tier than you take plus one rep i'm gonna say that y'all get that twice because we kind of had two different scores happening at the same time i agree sure so let's see so the crows are a two and you guys are a one right yeah Yeah. so uh you'll get plus one for that and the imperial military is a six so you'll get plus five for that it bumps us we're weak just bumps us to a strong there you go well, I mean, technically, you are at the strong. It's just that you're at war right now. So once you stop being at war, if you have enough coins to bump up. Yeah, so we're maxed. The crew earns coin based on the nature of the operation and or any loot they seize. Y'all didn't really get very much from this, did y'all? No. I mean, we lost some not, things. Jeremy. Well, I guess, do we count any of this as a, as a burglary or a robbery? I mean, we didn't acquire anything. The crows, there was a successful burglary of the crows that I mean, we were okay. there for. <laughs> we were right. present. We were physically present during a robbery. Does that count for anything? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Right. Oh, our well, enemy, I'm, the like, target so that, of our score was was burgled. So Yeah, so I think we got, you know, like the extra experience point for that last time, but as far as, like, earning coin, I don't know what y'all would earn as far as coin goes for what happened. I guess you would have earned money from Fitz for protecting him, although <laughs> we, we didn't, didn't actually really protect that. him. He's alive, isn't he? I mean, come on. I mean, there's should pass. So y'all can get four coin for that, I guess. All right. Everybody just take one because our, our vault is full. So after score conflict, you take heat according to the nature of the operation. I think I'd probably go with loud and chaotic high exposure. <laughs> uh, so that'd be four heat. Uh, plus one heat for a high profile or well-connected target. Um, I don't think that applies. Plus one heat if the situation happened on hostile turf. It's not hostile yet, so don't worry about that. Plus one heat if you're at war with another faction. You are. Plus two heat if killing was involved, whether the crew did the killing or not. So that'd be what? seven heat total oh my god all right so we're one away all right uh anyone want to go to jail to get incarcerated i don't think that makes a lot of sense right now but Uh, i mean from a plot perspective no but from a mechanical perspective now is the best time to go to jail so it'll clear into almost a full heat tracker and a wander level and it would would be a short jail stint but that would predicate on you having you being able to not not trauma i've already got a trauma i mean traumas traumas aren't that bad i mean yeah they're not awful it makes sense mechanically but not narratively uh i mean i guess if someone had a backup character they would be fine playing with we could make it work yeah i mean it's sort of like i sort of feel bad about like losing the eye but i did get us a job so i mean there's that so I don't feel, like, super bad about it. Okay. Well, and also, we don't really care about the eye for itself, necessarily. Obviously, I mean, it's you just see it for... as a source of income. Although, weren't y'all going to try to use the eye to get in good and end the war with the circle of blue flame? That was the goal. We had but, discussed yeah, it. Whatever. Yeah, they were going to steal it. Now I you're going to use like Mylera, right? Yeah. You're going to use the red sashes? Okay, it was, so... It was more a contingency. We're not getting to another score tonight. No. I wouldn't so, I don't think, think so. Maybe. Yeah, well, we've had so, a I mean, lot of digressions, so. 
I mean, it's fair. So I, I, I have no problem going to jail. We need to start getting prison claims anyway, and I can bring another person to the next one. Well, I, I also have another made character, so I could go to jail if we need. Yeah, unless you want to go to jail. I can do I that. mean, it doesn't matter who goes to jail, but we need prison claims. Okay. Or we should start getting them. Virgil's so going to say, I'm sorry for losing the eye, and he goes to jail. Done. All right. So what's our current wanted level? One. One. So that means that the print- the prison cured. sentence time is a month or two. Uh, so go ahead and clear the wanted level and I'll heat. John, since you're in prison. Oh, actually, if you wanted, you'd have better results after y'all raised tier. And then let's do that. I mean, because, yeah, but we're, can we raise tier at war? Well, you can't. Like, you would have to end the war and then you'd be able to raise your tier. And then if you went to prison, you'd roll two dice instead of one. Yeah, but we can't make that happen now. Right. So, well, so, I was... doesn't matter, yeah. Okay. So then, John, roll a, uh incarceration roll for you, which is going to be one die since you're at one tier. So I'm rolling a d6, is that right? Yeah, roll a d6. I roll a three. A three? Okay. So do you want to spend the point of moxie? That way you there's don't there's suffer no harm- reason, trauma? There's no reason not to. Uh, yeah, then yes. So you keep your head down and do your time without incident. Which I think is what happened last time, too. Alright, so let's roll entanglements then. So your wanted level's at zero, and your heat's at zero. So roll two dice and take the least. Tabitha, why don't you do that? Roll two d6. Two d6. We'll take the lowest. Of one. Of one. So gang trouble or the usual suspects. One of your gangs causes trouble due to their flaws. You can lose face, forfeit rep equal to your tier plus one. Make an example of one of the gang members or face reprisals from the wrong party. Or uh, the usual suspects, the blue coats grab someone in the periphery of your crew. One player volunteers a friend or vice purveyor as the person most likely to be taken. Make a fortune roll to find out if they resist questioning or pay the blue coats off with one coin. Mm. I mean, both of those kind of make some sense narratively that, you know, either we're not so happy with our um, punch throats or like I give up Satara or something. I mean, functionally, we just spend a coin to get him out, to spring him. So it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just decide what it is. That way we, we know what it is. The punch throats get in trouble. So if it's the punch throats get in trouble, then you can either face reprisals, make an example of them, or forfeit rep. Uh, which would be two rep. What do you think, Kevin? Well, I mean, can, can we dip into our like ghost positive rep? Um, what do you mean ghost positive uh, rep? Well, I mean, like it's, it's like <laughs> we have three rep that can't be added to the tracker, so it's like just like living there in in, in limbo. So no, if it's like, where would, this happens, I would put it there on your tracker just because you've got that temporary lo- uh, you've got a temporary loss right now. Like bump yourself from. Oh, well, I guess you would have to pay the money, wouldn't you, to bump it up? Which I'll do, but we can't like, but then, We can't do it right now. So, yeah, we're right. stuck. No, so, depending you, on when this happens... <laughs> well, this happened after you generated all your rep, so... Yeah, all right. Well, then we're not losing rep. Not worth it. So, one of the other twos. So, make an example of one of the gang members or face reprisals from the Yeah, fuck them. They, they botched that job with Virgil, so fuck them. Okay. Make an example of... Uh... Of um Sprig. So I think that probably what happened is after the punch throats escaped from the um that fracas that happened there. So their flaws are that they're principled and wild. I think that they like ran off to the tavern to uh get shit faced because they knew they were in trouble and uh started wrecking around in the place. Wrecking around. So y'all dress them down and Make example. So you are making the example of Sprig? I mean, who's their leader? So, have to be. What do you do to Sprig, then? What do we not do to Sprig is the real question. Virgil's in prison, so you guys have to make a decision about that. (laughs) They're punchers, so we force them to wear uh, these really stiff gloves and don't let them make fists (laughs) for like a week. Um, No punching. I was going to say they have to be my research assistants. Oh, for 24 horrifying. hours. <laughs> it would work as a deterrent. I need an never arm. do it again. I don't care who it comes from. <laughs> so now they're the slap throaters. Yeah. I, 
I like graft new new fists onto them to see if it makes them more efficient punctures. Yeah, I like the idea of like we've got like some stiff leather and we're like we really need these like uh, worked out, you know, so that the leather's pliable. So you just have to <laughs> wear these and then like just keep trying to make make fists. <laughs> All right. Well, it's downtime activities time. So, um, who wants to do what? I want to experiment on punch throats. <laughs> Sounds like a long-term project. <laughs> Are you gonna try to make them like better? Um, <laughs> sure. Can I make Let's him like Goro? That. Is that the, is that the guy's name? Goro? Who? What? Isn't that like Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. But yes. What training facilities do we have again? We have prowess, prowess, prowess and, and resolve. resolve. Sophia's boring. She's just gonna train in prowess. Uh, remember that you can't get your fourth dot in something until y'all have mastery. Iskra, what you gonna do? I don't know. Training just gives you an extra tick in something, is that correct? Yeah, either one or two ticks, depending on whether you have training proficiency in it. So you could get one tick in insight, or two in prowess, or two in resolve. Why don't you move on to someone else, and I will continue to stare okay. at this and try to make a decision. So, Cliff? Right, well, um... A little over half of my stress level is built up. I think I'm going to indulge my vice as my basic one here. All right, so go ahead and roll that dice. Don't roll a six. Two, so uh, you clear two stress. All right, that sounds good. Do it again, do it again. (laughs) Well, uh, oh yeah, you do have that extra. I've got the extra floating downtime, so if nobody else is going to use it, I was thinking of just training myself. Uh, might as well. I could grab... I've got one more point in a resolve. I could train my last better resolve. It's not an additional crew training or anything. And I don't get a downtime in prison. Oh, uh, you're in jail. No, you're in jail. Is it jail or prison? Because you've said both. It's prison. I mean... Doesn't matter. Yeah, they're different. <laughs> you're incarcerated. Well, we do have training and resolve, right? That's what that means. They give me a plus one training. Yeah, you would get yeah. two ticks and uh, resolve rather than okay. just so one. I get one and then one. So that bumps up. So I get to put one point in any resolve, no more than four, or just yep. the base. And, and right. yep, no more than four. Let's go ahead then and tuning is more schmancy magic stuff. Could consort better. Sway would not be a bad idea. Now, if we're going to punch some more thirds here, I'm going to go ahead and take a bump in command just to prepare for that. Okay. Prepare for the inevitability of punching throats. Or telling other people to punch throats. All right. So during this uh, downtime, I do think something happens to Virgil in prison. Um, Uh Uh-oh. And the... uh, Speaking of virility. (laughs) Bending over. (laughs) Uh, So... You're in Ironhook Prison, which is down in, uh, what was that place called? Dunslow? Is that right? Uh, Let's go there and take a look at it. Okay, so uh, you're here in Ironhook Prison, but you've been sentenced to hard labor. um, And uh, one day you're down there in the mire, which is this big mud mine. Digging for mud. Yep, you go and you dig for mud. When your pick hits a, uh... Jeremy, yeah, how do you think people harvest mud? It's hard mud. Hot, uh, I, you mean dirt? It's dirt. Do you mean dirt, Jeremy? It's dry it's mud. W- it's wet dirt. <laughs> wet dirt, hard mud. I, swear. I believe that, there's a... That's my new dwarf character, wet dirt, hard mud. That's my favorite anime. Going insane. So anyway, you're digging around there in the mire, mining, mining for mud. <laughs> when your own your, business. When your uh, teeth clang into teeth. Teeth, 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 teeth. When whatever you're digging with uh, clangs into a metal object. Teeth. I look around to see if anybody heard what happened. If not, I sort of, 
you know, dig around the, try and dig around the object, see how big it is. So this thing is pretty big. Like you start digging the mud away from it. And the first thing that you notice about it is that it seems to be made of the same material as the uh, crow's nest. The crow's nest. Hmm. And like obsidian black stone. Right. So it's kind of as opposed to the other colors that obsidian come in. Yeah. Uh, uh, like well, truce. And so is it? So is it in a pattern of any sort? No. I mean, like whatever it is, most of it's still buried. Okay. I I don't know. I uh, I continue digging around it. You know that lilac obsidian. So uh, as you dig, it you know you're able to uncover more and more of it, but eventually it becomes too hard to hide from other people anymore and as some of your fellow inmates come over and help start uncovering it because you know this is weird no one's run into it before and it's the most interesting thing that's happened for a while around here in the mud pits here in the mud pits you're eventually able to uncover what looks to be a link in a chain that is about the size of a wagon uh, it looks like it's still linked to... It looks like there's more of those links still buried as well that it's attached to. Uh, I don't know. Huh. I, uh, that's weird. It's weird. Do I have I made a buddy in prison? I could get to help me? Yeah, what's his name? Um, or her name? Uh, it, or their name. It's uh, Geraldson. Geraldson? Yeah, lady what's Lady the... named Geraldson. All right, what's her last name? Or does she that, have... That is the last name. A- Emily. Emily Geraldson. Emily Geraldson. All right. Hey, hey, Emily. Uh, I got, I got this weird like chain thing. You wanna, you wanna help me? Uh, help me dig it up. Uh, I guess. I mean, it looks like you've got a few friends already digging it up. What, what are we gonna do with this? I don't know. Use it to strangle the bosses. Uh, what? Uh, it's it would be very unwieldy to try to use this thing that like it would be easier to crush someone with it than strangle them. Mm-hmm. I'm. I mean, I'm flexible. That would work. I mean, I'm... do you want to play Emily Geraldson, Tabitha? No, I do not. <laughs> I just want to make commentary. <laughs> I, mean, she's, I, was, I thought about asking the player, but she's just not virile enough. <laughs> oh no! There, there's a big obsidian rock. It's got a chain attached to part of it that we've a. Well, no, it like it is the chain. It is the chain. It's the just big, a giant. The chain. big obsidian rock is a chain like each link that you've uncovered so far is about a wagon size eventually the prison guards get involved they will escort the prisoners away from it and like the next time you go back to the mire that particular part of the mud quarry has been cordoned off and it looks like there are official looking people investigating it hmm. but i lean over to emily and isn't... like ah oh, you think you think we're getting a finder's fee <laughs> she just laughs maybe maybe they'll commute a day off our sentence yeah how long have you got another three years Oof. that's what you get for killing a minister hey did he deserve it though who which of them doesn't darn, 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 darn. am i right fellas all right um so that's an interesting thing that happened there with virgil i think your sentence does wind up getting commuted virgil a couple of days later you're brought out to the yard and huard is standing there huard and he says what are you doing here thought i gave you a job yeah, I mean, I... We found one weird trick to reduce heat. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors don't want you to know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Ward. You know, I, I got I got all kinds of stuff going on. If I didn't come in here and get the blue coats off my ass, then when we went to go do, you know, the thing that you want us to do, it would not have worked out. Uh, that's all I gotta say. We needed some planning. We had to get some supplies in. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna hump, hop in the joint for a minute, and we're, we'll be fine. Like whatever. A minute? They told me that you had another two months in I here. I knew you were gonna the come. Circle of blue. Me. Come on. He starts getting red in the face, and he says, "Are you trying to manipulate me?" No. Did I? Did I ask you to come here? Listen, I'm getting you out of here, but then you're gonna go and do this job. No. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
he gets you out, and yeah. So, are you gonna tell the rest of your buddies about what uh, Ward wants y'all to do? I mean, I, I feel like I already did before I went to the joint. That's true. Because I was like, so is, hey guys, good news, bad news. Bad news, lost the eye. Good news, I got us a job, and champagne corks were flying. Hello, it's John. I hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up. So you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of K-Cell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. So we've got three tiers of membership. We've got fans of K-Cell at $3 a month, where we'll give you a shout out on the recording. Then we've got uh, $5 a month, where you'll have that shout out, as well as access to some exclusive content on the Patreon. We're still trying to decide on that, but we've got some short stories that are related to the world building that Jeremy's been doing. And we probably will have uh, some content of us playing board games and things that we uh, we do when we have an off night and uh, we either can't play or maybe we're down a, a member or something like that. And then at the $8 a month level, we'll take uh, fan requests. So if you've got some ideas for things like names of characters um, or maybe a complication that will be fun for us to experience, you can uh, donate at the $8 level. We'll get in contact to you to uh, get your requests there. Um, we'd also like to shout out uh, The Green Box, which is a podcast about uh, Delta Green, RPGs, and other related topics. So Kevin, uh, who you hear on our show here, he's also on The Green Box as a regular member there. Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about um, some of the background of, of some of these different RPGs that are coming out, or that's uh, like a nice place and hear more from Kevin, where he's not playing a character. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to Memphis um, Cell, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KCell on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeremy and them, they're moving soon. So that would be great if they could get some additional support there. Okay. So thanks again so much and back to the show. Uh, so what do you guys want to do next as your next uh, as your next heist? Do y'all want to pursue that or pursue something else? Wait, did he, didn't he say he was going to call, like, let us know when it was ready? Or was that, has that already happened? Uh, he did say that, yes. So barring that, I think we should try to get it. Yeah, order. I mean, I'm assuming that's going to be the next Well, we guess we got to get rid of this damn war. So in theory, the... Like we need to know in the in the meantime how well has the red set did the red sashes storm into the crows hideout and you know fuck up the crows using our carefully laid breadcrumbs or not? Well, let's and if roll, so, can, yeah, can let's they roll help some us, dice to see you know, how how that. well that went. So the uh, so the red sashes are a two, and so are the crows. So we'll uh, so they're gonna uh, let's roll one die for them they get an extra die because y'all help set them up and i'd say that they get a bonus extra die because of huard and the breakers uh you know going and softening them up so um who wants to roll three dice for the right red sashes to see how well their action goes i'll roll it a six a six and a five and a one there we go so let's go back to that page and see how well that knocks it so uh, they only needed a five to do it so i think what happens is uh the red sashes wind up storming the crow's nest and with y'all's aid they're able to run straight up to the top they don't get lost even though the crows cut the guidelines uh because y'all had the uh incandescent paint the black light paint that y'all had uh uh tracked everywhere so they're like at first they ran downstairs for a little bit which but then they figured out they needed to go up 
and went up there and was able to chase the crows out of the crow's nest. So the crows are not gone. Like, they didn't rout them as thoroughly as y'all uh, routed the lamp blacks, but they have been knocked uh, out of position. So that would knock them down to a weak hold. So they're tier two with a weak hold. And the red sashes now occupy crow's foot. Sweet. Uh, so then we just need them to help us stop this war and we can... Yeah. That's the next thing we need to do. Yeah, I think that that knocks the Red Sashes up to Tier 3 with a weak hold as well. So, so yeah, things are coming up, Red Sashes. Uh, so what was the plan for you guys uh, with the Red Sashes? I mean, they were just going to help broker the peace, so we don't... We, we hadn't actually planned that any further, so I don't know if you want to make that a score of some kind. I was mainly hoping that I don't think we want to actually fight Circle of Flame, because there's a lot of them and we have other shit to do. But we just wanted the Red Sashes to go and be like, hey, these guys aren't really worth a full-blown war, why don't you, why don't you just fucking chill? Which I imagine would involve some kind of a demand on us, like some sort of a, you know, a fetch quest or a, you know, okay, we'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut the war off if you go do this dirty work for us or something and we will go do it and that'll be it. Okay, so does anyone want to go with Mylera to meet with um, the Circle of Blue Flame to for negotiations? Can't be Sophia. Yeah, they know Sophia. Um... Probably shouldn't be Cliff either. Oh god, it's, it shouldn't be Iskra <laughs> just because of who she is as a person. So that's, we're really in trouble now. I guess, and Virgil, last time we gave Virgil a solo assignment, he really botched it, so... I I, I, I I guess if we send if Iskra and Virgil, maybe they... Uh... I mean, I don't really have any skills that could even pretend to help in this arena. I feel like I would do more harm than good, because one, I cannot roll to save my fucking life. Literally, in most situations. And two, like, negotiations typically involve consort or sway, which... I don't have any ticks in. Well, I've got one in consort. I mean, I can go just to be a warm body that is present at this, but... I'm saying you should go to keep Virgil out of trouble. And Virgil should do all the talking. Virgil, do you have anything in consort or sway? Um, zero in both. <laughs> okay, well, so My Lara Clev's going to do all the talking. Somehow a better fit than Virgil, because I've got one pip in consort. Okay. See, the thing is, is that that one pip just represents the fact that Iskra knows what not to say, but chooses to say it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you're not wrong. All right, I'll go. Fuck it. Okay, uh, where do y'all want the meet and greet to be at? Uh, neutral ground, maybe not in their magical hideout. Yeah. Let's meet at a cafe. <laughs> you should drag them, see if they go to Tangletown. To where now? Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. So Tangletown is a collection of derelict vessels in the canal off of Crowsfoot. It's in the uh, southwest corner of the map. It has been known as a neutral meeting territory for people all across Duskwall. Um, there is a tacit agreement that no violence or bloodshed will happen in Tangletown. And those that perform such will be uh, strongly uh, strongly reprimanded by everyone else who's agreed that it's going to be, you know, neutral territory. Because if you can't respect that, then it's harder to have negotiations between enemies. All right. All right. Uh, you find yourself taking a gondola down uh, down the canal uh, into Tangletown. A mass of old wrecks with uh, boards and ropes and uh, ill-constructed bridges leading between the different derelict dreadnoughts and uh, fishing vessels that have amalgamated here. So we've got Mylara Clev and uh, probably uh, Yad, her second-in-command, with... I'd say that uh, Taylor Swift Whistle is there, too. And oh, why not? Yeah, why not? So let's see which of the uh, Circle of Blue Flames show up. So will someone roll D7 for me? A D7? Right. Yeah. What do we got there? Um, tis, tis a, well, we got a, a four, four first. A four, a six, and I need one more. A seven. 
a four, a six, and a seven. So this is gonna be uh, Raffello the painter. We're gonna have Elstera Evrathi and Madame Teslin all show up. And Elstera, uh, ah, yeah, she's the Aruvian diplomat. So we got a few Aruvians here in this party. Uh, Mylera starts off the negotiations and says, my friends here, the the group you know is Moxie, they seem to have come across you on occasion. They wished me to help broker a peace between you two, because they harbor no ill intent for you, but they, uh, uh, they just seem to have run afoul from time to time. Raffaella says, yes, they broke into our headquarters and tried to murder two of our members. I after disagree. Stealing. One job is <laughs> not to talk. What do you mean you disagree? First of all, we did if... not break into your headquarters. That implies violence. We simply walked in. Second, we didn't try to murder anyone. I rearranged your staircase. That is all. <laughs> Yes, and, and so third. that two of our two of our inner circle almost died tumbling down the staircase. People die in their bathrooms all the time. Is that also my fault? Virgil, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Man, uh, uh, an old man trips and falls. That's murder. I, ke- I keep trying to like sort of like give her like a little electric shocks. Like I'm trying to like. <laughs> Like, put my hand over and be like, stop it. Like, stop it. I'm just absorbing them. Go ahead. Keep shocking me. You're making my opinions worse. (laughs) (laughs) Elstera is getting a little bit red in the face and says, we didn't come here to be disrespected. If you wish to apologize, (laughs) go ahead and do so. But we will not suffer this indignity. We're sorry. She's sorry. We, we, uh, you know... It's hard to know who's good and who's bad, you know? Listen, we were hired to do a job. We did the job we were hired to and do. And no one got real, real bad hurt. We can all agree about that. Like, no one died. That's that's something. Isn't that something? Is it something? <laughs> if it helps, my intent was not to kill people. I was just trying to slow you down so that you didn't kill us. I feel is more self-defense than anything else. And intent is six-tenths of the law, or whatever they say. What? Okay. Six-tenths. You're supposed to be a lawyer, by the way. <laughs> I, I am. A, my name is on the wall, Virgil. So, so uh, Madame Teslin smiles and says, Now, let's not let our emotions get the best of us. It's true that perhaps the situation spiraled out of control, but we're all adults here, and we can come to terms. This is only business uh perhaps uh a token of of goodwill from you moxie would go a long way in helping to repair the damage that you've caused i can give you gills you know and you you may not realize this but this this is a really important to me virgil i will stop trying to kill flint how does that sound uh yes and we will do the same to make sure that he stops trying to kill you from what i understand he was ready to break into your hideout any moment now uh, but we I told can, you that's what those noises were we can pull tight the leash on our dog if you pull the leash tight on yours you call, wait Are sorry you calling me a dog He's calling me your dog <laughs> no like d-a-w-g someone's getting I'm called the a man dog now dog I, I might actually move away from offering to give you gills to threatening to give you gills. <laughs> um, Raffello kind of smiles at, that, uh, at what he said to you there. And um, Madame Teslin says, now, come now, we don't need to let our emotions get... It's very easy to get hot here, heated here, but we must remember where we're at. Listen, there is something that we're currently looking for perhaps if you acquired it for us it would go a long way in helping to repair our relationship is it the hand of kotar oh so you've already heard of it i mean who has uh madam teslin kind of gives you a wink virgil i uh, uh, yeah cool <laughs> uh Raffello says i don't trust these people to get that for us why not? We successfully got the eye for somebody else. 
I mean, in terms of getting parts of Kotar, our track record is actually pretty good. You just haven't been the people to employ us yet. Yeah. As Elsera nods a little bit and says, you have to admit, she has a point. <laughs> uh, Raffello does not seem to be buying it, though. Um, and uh, Madame Teslin says, listen, we, we know where the artifact is at. If you retrieve it for us and turn it into us, then we will call off this war and we will call off Flint. But until it's in our hands, you know that he's going to continue to hunt you down. That's fair. As long as you understand, we must defend ourselves. All right, well, let's let's not be hasty. So where where is this thing? Raffaello kind of sighs a little bit uh, and, like, gets sullen and quiet. Uh, Elstera rolls her eyes and says, As far as we can tell, the hand itself was last seen inside the Lost District. The Lost District is the area to the northeast outside of the electroplasmic fence. Mm. Uh, it, it's called the Lost District because part of Duskwall was there, but it was ravaged by plague and then abandoned to the Deathlands when the second lightning barrier was built. People do tend to go out there, and there is rumors of people living there still, uh, but it is not at all protected. Uh, it doesn't have any of the protections of the electroplasmic barrier. Right. I mean, it's not like people require the electroplasmic barrier to cower behind in order to survive. I mean, it's nice to have, but I mean, totally live without it. It's really nice to have when there's giant ghost monsters and leviathans that are trying to eat you. Like I said, nice to have, but not necessary. <laughs> yeah, and okay. D don't listen to my friend. <laughs> okay, so the Lost District. So, so when you Just said, w so when you said you knew where it was. You're saying you sounded awfully confident, and now you're backing up to it was rumored to have been seen. So how certain are we of these rumors, and can you get any more specific than it's in there... somewhere, maybe in this district? There is a chapel that was dedicated to Kotor uh, long ago, and Kotor? our sources say that it lies in the crypt below the church. Oh, I mm -hmm. love crypts. Let's go. So if you want us to expose our delicate, tender, newly engilled flesh to the unprotected, fathomless wastes beyond the uh, protective wall, how about you call off the war before we go so that we can more easily prepare to do this thing you want us to do? I think that's going to require a roll. Damn it. I don't want to do a roll. Because that's, that's a big ask. Jeremy, I'm bad at rolling, though. So what? All right, I'm rolling. I'm rolling what? a consort. Con Hang on, we should, we should get the bonuses <laughs> on this. There's a way to get more dice. Yes, there is. Okay. So I'm. Uh, so this sounds. This sounds more like pretty desperate. Is it to command me. though? Intimidate or? Um, I think it would be consort because that's the one I have a pip in. Okay. Well, I have a pip in command. Uh, that's the only reason I. Well, you didn't say that. You asked me if I had consort or sway. He just did, and that's why he's saying it. And I have nothing in consort or sway, but I have one in command. Okay. Um, but but yeah. So I think this would be a connection with our rivals, right? If we were going to do consort, or you could try to command them to stop the war. And then Jeremy, bonus dice, how? So you can get one for Mylera being there. Okay. Nice. Uh, you could, if, does Virgil want to push? Uh, does Virgil want to help out? Um, did I gain any, I didn't gain or lose any stress in prison, right? That is correct. So I can't take any more stress. You can take one stress to give her a bonus. Oh, I thought stress. it was two. Um, nope. But keep in mind, if God, you take. God, how do you have so much stress? Because I shoot lightning stress, out of my freaking hands. <laughs> Stressful and he job, keeps bro. doing things that are not stress reduction during downtime. I haven't had downtime in a while. Jesus. I, know <laughs> I just took a lot of stress so, last time. He was digging in the mud, man. Yeah, that relieves stress, right? I I don't think I I don't uh, Tabitha. Do you want? Uh, I I can do it. Like I I All literally right. could. So yeah, I'll help out. There, I took the okay. stress. So that's All that's right. two bonus die. Now I'm in a desperate tr position. Truth in advertising that does give you a point of trauma. Jeremy, once you once what? you fill it up, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. Right. 
that's that's why I wanted to make sure you knew. So when well, then don't I, do Jeremy, that. So Jeremy, when I said when I said, well, I I, I don't want to take any more sisters, you're like, you could take one more. You meant like you could take one like, more you... and take a trauma. And I'm like, no. That's technically a thing that you can do. It's not true. That's. I guess it's uh, whatever, Jeremy. Jeremy. It's like you could eat this rotten meat and then you die. <laughs> Well, you could do it. Okay. You could do eat it. this, you know, fly amanita mushroom. All right. okay. I'm not doing so, that. It could be very So Tabitha gets one so from Mylara. One from Mylara. One from your die, from your uh, from your skill, since you're consorting. You could push yourself for two stress to get another. I will do that. So do I can you... actually take two stress without getting another trauma. Oh, how about, uh, you know what? I got a thing here. I'm going to assist you as a flashback, we'll say. All right. How how are you assisting me? I mean, we we talked beforehand about you know I coached you on things to say during have this to discussion. Not. We'll say yes, no, no. she doesn't need coaching on what to say. She's coaching on what not to say. <laughs> have exactly. to not offend everyone in the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, I will take that. And then I'm going to give you minus one die for pissing off Raffello. You're an asshole. <laughs> you were really mean to the guy. He's a dick. Anyways, <laughs> so is this? What effect is this? Is this standard limited? So this is gonna be desperate, desperate standard. Yeah, desperate standard. If it works, All it right. works. If it doesn't, hey, at least you got a. And that's tick a total. Mark on that skill. A total of two bonus dice. I, so you should have. You should be rolling three dice total. So yeah, two bonus. <sighs> Jeremy, I'm begging you to learn to play this game that you're making us play. That's a six, a three, and a six. Eat my there shit, fellow. Critical <laughs> success. Don't, no, you don't need to say that. Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> That's exactly what you're not I feel like to do. with a crit success, they also call off. Uh, yeah. What, what's his name? Yep. Uh, so Flint will not wreck your shit today. Hey, could he come with us? Um, and can we leave him out in the wasteland? There we go. You know what? That's not a bad idea. When I think that that's what happened is uh, someone suggests that as a token of good faith, if they called off the war, then uh, and sent um, Flint as an observer, that y'all would do this for them. All right. I feel. I feel like so- Sophia is high, is in she, Sophia right now is at the uh, Hive headquarters. And as soon as the war is called off, he immediately shoves eight coin into their hands <laughs> and wrecks up the guild. <laughs> All right, yeah. So let's uh, let's do that. So yeah, uh, y'all meet back up at the law office, and you've had a very successful negotiation. Despite you're, everything, <laughs> you're popping off more champagne, uh, very virile champagne, and fuck, Jeremy. Sophia comes back and says, hey, we're in the big leagues now, boys. So, mechanically, what's that? So that's uh, eight coin, weak hold, tier two, no rep. Uh, yep, that sounds right. Does, is anything else? Don't we get coin? Yeah, you get to... you get stuff whenever that goes yeah. up. Let's see. If your hold is strong, you can pay to increase your uh, crew tier by one. Uh, this costs coin equal to your new tier times eight. Uh, as long as your rep tracker is full, you don't earn new rat rep. Once you pay and increase your tier, reset your... Let me look in the index because this thing is... Could be laid out better for sure. As we were leaving, I pulled my scarf down and wiggled my gills at Raffello, making him look very green. <laughs> Every time the crew advances... Oh no, that's whenever you advance. You get stash equal to tier plus two. Oh, that's what it is. That's okay. what it is. Okay. So yeah, but now you are a bigger group. Y'all can attract more people to you if you want. You're actually operating at the same level as the crows now. Dang. We're definitely at a higher level than the crows, let's be honest. We all know. So what's the plan? You've got two people that both want you to steal, uh, I, that both I want the same thing. I have a solution here. What, I have a solution. What's your solution? We we take we seal the eye right with our, our hand whatever it is. Some and we give it bard. to uh what's her name? Lady Huard. uh no fuck La- Huard. Lady Huard, Jeremy. Lady uh Teslin. Lady yeah, Teslin. Madame Teslin. Because that's Madame. giving it to both sides. We see, see we do we do everything they want. We <laughs> yeah. give it to a member of the Circle of the Blue Flame, and we give it to Huard. Both both of them can pay us. 
It's on her fucking... She can figure out how to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's how they'll see it. Look! Did we did we not give it... You know, we, all we, we had to say... We gave it to Huard's agent. Yeah, Huard's agent, and we gave it to a member of the Circle of the Blue Flame. What do you want from me? Works out perfect. So who does she really work for? Has anyone got who an cares? opinion on that? I genuinely do not care. As long as I get paid and we're not at war anymore. Yeah, yeah fuck the emperor. I mean, like, he's a shit. What's the emperor ever done for us? I mean, honestly, who cares whether the emperor's in charge or the dead god Kotor? It's not going to change us fucking down here on the streets. Yeah, right? our virality is unmatched, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like if we if we all die, our next crew should be just virality unmatched. <laughs> we should be a gang. We should be a gang of like sexy. Spoiled fighters. Do, do we have to play unmatched in our spare time? I mean, you were going to do that anyway, John. I mean. All right. Well, I know it's a little early, but I think that's a good place to stop for tonight. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, yeah, I don't want to get into a score, so. Yeah, yeah so next time really we'll time move into the heist proper, where y'all are leaving the safety of Duskwall to venture into the Lost District. I just realized that after you cut out all of the extraneous stuff, John, this episode's going to be like 45 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, long jokes section, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's fun.